Hello and welcome to another podcast of the Odd Couple. This is Siddharth here. I'm Dr. Shish. And today with us we have Mr. Ashwin Ganga Raju. Ashwin is a fine example of how film schools benefit aspiring filmmakers. A native of Kadapa, Ashwin completed his engineering and was getting very comfortable with his software industry job, but his increasing inclination towards film direction and script writing drove him to quit his job and seek admission at the Ramanaidu Film School. Thereafter it was a swift rise he secured a scholarship and was handpicked by none other than SS Rajamouli during his second semester after which he was moved as the assistant director for Ega and Bahubali yes you heard it right he was the assistant director on Bahubali so welcome ashwin to the odd couple podcast thank you so much for joining us thanks is and thanks ashish thank you for having me here ashwin i have the biggest question to ask you man to start this off first thing i want to know is what did your parents say when you told them you wanted to get into cinema yeah surprisingly they didn't say anything uh, anything in the sense uh, uh, they didn't react the way i expect expected them to be first things first i was a very bright student uh, good marks and stuff like that so i was working in bangalore in a, in a software company for a vacation i went home so by then i was actually researching uh, about films and stuff like that it, it had been already 3 years uh, it was in my second year of engineering where i where i discovered that i can tell stories in a, in, a, in a biggest way possible that is cinema so i was actually checking myself whether i'm thinking right whether i'll fit into that whether it was really a, a fascination or passion so i was actually researching and checking myself watching lot of films and stuff like that it was already 3 years and i by the end of my engineering it was already 3 years where i was thinking to be a film maker so i decided i'll be i'll go there some on some some point of time so by then i i already got selected in one of the software companies when i was in my campus so i jumped into it i was working in bangalore i think 6 months into it i think i couldn't do it sit in a place and do the same work again and again and stuff like that so my mind was completely on the films that's when i decided to go home and give them a hint not scare them with what i was thinking <laughs> but what tipped you uh, finally at the end of the day what tipped you to say okay let's leave all this i mean come on you had a good job you you know the the indian dream of of any parent is you know the son has to be engineer doctor you did yeah. it right yeah and it's a very tough decision to actually throw all that away walk away from it and to go into an uncertain line like the cinema industry so what tipped you finally uh i don't know it's uh, being uh from a place where i where i was below watching film somewhere i don't know what ticked me but i was definitely checking whether i was thinking right for a lot of years you kept playing the idea in your head it was not a, a decision taken overnight but yeah it was something ticked overnight but i was checking myself for almost 3 4 years whether i'll really fit into it because once i decided to go i am not coming back so that's there correct like i said i went home and told them see this is what i'm interested in i want to write and direct films and obviously everybody loves films but uh, when you tell your parents that i want to get into films as a career i think they'll take a step back uh, that's what they did but somehow they trusted me the way i was i conveyed it to them they have lot of confidence in me because i was one of the bright student so they asked me to give it a try so i said okay the thing they didn't know was once i go i am not coming back so they they thought i'll just go try <laughs> they thought i'll just go try and come back and uh, the final push is what my brother gave i was staying with my brother in bangalore 
so while i was working in a software company i was constantly looking for a source to get into the films because i didn't know anyone and uh, i don't have any acquaintance who is working in films so that i can go and ask them for suggestions or stuff like that but only only way i thought i could uh, i could get in was through film schools uh, i was i was looking into all the film schools and i applied for the new york film academy also i i got selected but again it's a lot of uh, financial thing to go there and study and stuff like that but even yes it's expensive yeah stuff like that but eventually you know so i grew up watching telugu films i i grew up watching our heroes fight heroes dance and stuff like that but somewhere in between that i want to tell a good story also so end of the day i'll be i'll be making telugu films where i am culturally culturally rooted correct so it's ideally better to do it in our country yeah it made sense to me i applied for the pune film school also but i gave it a, i gave a lot of thought and I, and finally it did it did make sense to me to get into a space where i can get into the telugu film industry directly rather than going somewhere else and coming here so fortunately uh, the same year i was thinking to get into film school that is the same year that ramanadu film school was opened in hyderabad which is edited by mr d ramanadu uh, late d ramanadu who is a, who is a grandfather of rana oh okay so ashwin it was just the other day we had we were discussing nepotism and everything on the podcast and here you are a debutant director you have a new movie on the annual which is going to be released shortly yeah. and you do not have any big film fam you don't come from a big film family and you didn't have a foothold of sorts yeah. and how did the film school actually help you out to get a foothold and as i mentioned earlier that ss rajamouli actually um, chose you uh, from a scholarship so could you take us through that yeah as i told you uh, i was i applied for ramanadu film school and they called me up for an interview but for every batch they only take some 30 odd people they called me up for an interview i i i came to hyderabad and gave my personal interview and uh, uh, there was also a, a thing they were uh, testing us for they show us a film and uh, they ask us to analyze it and write something about it uh, whatever we think you know it's it has to be very personal uh, whatever you are thinking about the film so right i gave that and i gave my personal interview and went and, and i went back to bangalore doing what i was doing every day the same thing and after a month or so they got back to me saying that you 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 were selected among the 30 students out of many who gave the interview so i had to join immediately by paying so and so money so i didn't want to ask at home so so i i told them if there is an option called scholarship i'll go ahead otherwise i'll go i i am i am already doing something i learn something and next next year maybe uh, probably i'll join you'll save up and join yeah save up and join and uh, they said uh, uh, no that's not happening and stuff like that so i gave it up i continued doing whatever i was doing oh yeah then after a couple of months they they got back to me with the mail just before a day they were uh, starting their classes i went to my office opened my mail and there was a mail saying that mr d suresh babu had a had a meeting and uh, fortunately i was one of the one or two positions in the in the interview or whatever the exams they gave in they said why didn't this why did this guy why didn't this guy join yeah something like that and so he had some financial thing so then suresh babu told them just ask him to come off we are giving him a scholarship and stuff like that so wow this was there in the mail this is what happened in the meeting and you can come and join us if you want to 
and uh, morning at nine o'clock i opened the mail in my office then i called my brother this is what happened at the same day evening i took the train i came to hyderabad and sat in the class the next day so i am in the absconded list still in this office <laughs> where i was working <laughs> that admin guy is hunting for that id card you still have returned that id card the admin guy is still searching for you <laughs> funny, funny thing was i joined film school there were three semesters actually which is six months each which is one and a half year so after finishing my second uh, semester mr ss rajmouli came to our uh, uh, film school to pick up few new writers because ego was something uh, which is very unique in terms of storytelling not only for telugu cinema but also for indian cinema absolutely he wanted to he wanted to pick some writers which some some new writers who can throw in some interesting ideas for his scripts so a quick interruption i'm so sorry uh, for all our listeners who hasn't seen ega you should definitely go see it is one of the first indian fantasy action film we can call it yeah by ss rajamouli we had uh, the greats all of them acting in it and obviously i mean just go check it out that's what ashwin is referring to yeah so you got picked up by rajamouli yeah sir. i got picked up uh, because suresh babu sir was one of the co-producers of the film so he suggested mr rajamouli to go fit, go to the film school and see if we can pick up some some writers you are looking you are looking for so he came in he gave us a idea and wrote a, asked us to uh, develop our own story and he came after a week we all uh, 15 some 15 odd people who wrote their own story based on the idea he gave so we narrated all of us narrated and he picked two people uh, among the 15 uh, and i was one of them so i worked with him uh, for the script for 6 months and then as an ad and then it uh, i went on to assisting him for about only one and two so yeah that was my your journey kind of this itself sounds like a movie da yeah really <laughs> like a nice hero entry scene yeah. you know for a podcast a, hero that, entry scene now that's the beauty yeah. about uh, <laughs> movies and people who are working in movies you ask anyone they have some interesting story to tell how they came into films uh, interesting dramatic story with lot of twists and turns like how I had, uh, like how i had in my story yeah so on that note we'll be right back You're listening to the Odd Couple podcast. Odd Couple podcast. A Pandemia Inc production. Are you ready? A friendly fireside chat with friends where no topic is beyond a healthy discussion punctuated with a laugh or two. Check it out. Tune in every fortnight on your favorite podcast network. And we're back with uh, Ashwin Rangaraju. Ashwin see from the beginning I've been really wanting to talk to you especially about Indian cinema. Yeah. you you talked about eager and very interestingly it was a very different movie mm. now when we take our indian cinema and the evolution of indian cinema for one thing it has a very strong identity of its own which is you know it's a musical it is dramatical but it's always mostly a love story even if it's a action movie yeah. or a serious movie we will have some romance in it and we have to have that song in it so moving away from all of that and doing a movie like eva for me was really different at that period of time you know it was a different concept why is it so difficult for us to move away and make more movies like that again it's just my understanding we as an indian film industry we don't make genre specific films so since the beginning maybe it was coming that way from the history of film makers they were trying to make film one film for all the sectors of audience 
Hmm. There are yeah, good point. Yeah, we call it mass cinema, right? We call we call it commercial cinema. So in in one film, we try to have one love story for youth, uh, one set of family section for the family audience. Comedy. A comedy. It has to be there. Uh, relief here and there in the screenplay, and we we have those action sequences for the mass audience. I think it's a genre by itself for uh, in Indian cinema to have everything together. I mean, it it worked in a lot of films, and uh, if you ask me, it's been more successful formula in Indian cinema. Indian cinema is known for it. It's been our culture to have everything uh, on the plate for everyone. Yeah, there is nothing wrong in it because our our audience want that. But do do you feel like your audience are changing, and there is a need of the hour for for those type of genre based movies? Like Baobali was is a different genre. I think it started the whole trend. of um, the whole historical based movies and now there are a lot of movies which are now coming out about the the history based movies right so is there that air in, present in cinema industry now that's what no audience are always ready to watch a good entertaining whatever that is but my boss mr ss ajmoli keep doing that show people what they can do what we can do as an indian cinema he made diga and unfortunately lot of other lot of films of the genre didn't follow up. but he made bahubali he showed uh, people what we can do with bigger scale with better emotions as you say there has to be torch bearer to show people what they can do bahubali and eega are such another question i want to ask you just for my understanding basically now when you're a director do you always have to be a writer or are we short of good writers in in our country that most directors just put it on themselves to say let me write a story and do that story because i think amir khan was the one who was talking about it where he actually said that in our industry i mean the indian um, industry cinema industry most writers are not paid that well and so when you don't economically give them enough then you're not going to get great scripts you know you're not going to create good writers so do you feel there is a lack of good writers that most directors believe they have to be a- there there are there are lack of good writers and uh, that's the reason why most of the first time directors write the scripts by themselves so i write stories but if there is someone if i can find someone who is who writes better than me i'll give up writing i'll just simply direct so there are there are lack of good writers as as you mentioned yeah not rewarding them not crediting them properly was one of the major reasons uh, why a traditional writer also wants to become a director lack of recognition so correct i think that's a damn good point ashwin i'll tell you why because see like some stories are really nice right but by the time it comes on the screen it's absolute crap now i don't know i i i'm just an example which i could throw at you is probably the justice league movie which was directed by another guy and then now we have the snider cut and people are like the snider cut is so much better because somebody envisioned it absolutely different so a director brings that whole vision to the movie right and that's his talent but a story writer has his talent also by putting down a script it can be interpreted differently you know so when these story writers don't have their movie told they become directors but maybe they're not great directors right yeah that's when you see a bad film correct <laughs> true true i mean if 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 someone can write better and direct better he can be both when he is only good at directing it's better to opt for some other writer and again if we search we can find writers but there are hardly any writers in india so who are professional writers i am saying See, there are a lot of films coming in there because they are being written uh, mostly by the director 
there is definitely a lack of community of writers in in india professional writers who will only sit and write i think a classic example is the malayalam film industry where we had a wealth of great literary i mean you as you said no professional writers yeah. right published writers and we had great directors who came together and made some epic film movies which were dubbed and remade into other languages and all which priyadarshan has done a lot but i think that kind of rules your point why the malayalam film industry was probably couple of steps ahead for couple of decades mm. by time the other industry caught up because we had a professional set of writers professional set of directors who came together and made magic obviously let's not forget the actors and actresses who put a face to the whole story yeah. it's so easy for as a viewer all i do is pay 200 rupees go to a theater yeah. eat some popcorn trash the movie <laughs> just trash the movie if i didn't like one thing if i didn't like that hero's face or if i like the hero and too much and i didn't like the hero yeah. okay then i'm like what a crap movie i mean what what's wrong but then at the same time i feel after after meeting you and after meeting a lot of people in the film industry i realize how many people i mean it's like thousands of people involved in making that 180 minute film i'll tell you again by requesting one thing don't change your opinion uh, by meeting film industry people you you say the same crap so that's what makes the films interesting you shouldn't get affected by the amount of work they do your movie watching shouldn't change by knowing the amount of hard work that they put in to make the film so basically you're saying as a consumer i should see the product and and judge the product as what you it be is. yourself fair enough yeah because that's when the movies work that's where we get the money from so that's where we understand whether we made a good film or a bad film whoever made that they'll understand and they'll try to make a better film so see i've been in the film industry and i've seen what goes into it what comes out of it and stuff like that but i i'll still be that guy when i go to the movie yeah which you uh, are talking about okay. i'll still be that guy when i go watch some other film made by somebody else so so that's when i understand the reality you know then then i come back and uh, check myself yeah because i went to a movie shoot because i think it was some um I stay in Besanagar in Chennai and that's there's some shooting happening in the Besanagar beach and there was a shooting where this Esther Year's um, yeah. actor Tamil actor Karthik was shooting there he was sitting under the umbrella there's no vanity van those days just under umbrella as one guy is fanning one guy is doing makeup and I'm waiting there for one <laughs> hour and they're still not shooting they're still setting up I'm like what is happening <laughs> I'm like come on shoot I have to go and have my lunch I'm like it's taking forever Why do you guys take so long? I mean, I understand and that's when I realized that 180 minute film or however long that film ends up being cut to is actually months if not years of time invested. So can you throw some light on that? See, I'll, I'll I'll just take you through the process I know. Yeah, once we have the story we start the treatment, that's what we call when you add up treatment and dialogues, that's what you call a screenplay. So when we are almost done writing the screenplay we start uh, breaking it down to the different crafts i mean into the to the actors to the locations to the uh, to the costumes and stuff like that we break it down to and, and assign each craft to the department head and, and we try to prep ourselves for the shoot so once we finalize the location we have our actors finalized and uh, if if there is a song like you mentioned if there is a song we recorded prior to it we recorded with a music director we recorded with uh, with the lyricists and stuff like that we get the song ready yeah for that situation that song might take place in a single location or multiple locations we break down that also 
so which part of the song we are going to shoot in this particular location and stuff like that so uh, this is how the shoot happens you know for example the first scene of the movie happens in a house in the same location the climax also happens so we shoot it together because shoot happens on the location basis so it's not chronologically shot but locationally shot no no films are films are never shot chronologically it's it's always based on the location or if it's a star it's based on his dates it a lot of parameters uh, affect it no like if there is a look change if for example i am i am saying Uh, i was telling you that in a location i am shooting first scene of the movie and the climax of the movie i go to that location i shoot both of them together if there is a look change of an actor from first scene to last scene i don't shoot them together oh, yeah you understand understood understood yeah, yeah yeah i go to the other locations and shoot shoot the scenes where the actor look the same i mean let's say the first half of the film if his look changes in the second half then i'll come back to the location and shoot it because it's very important you for example you have a hero has a beard in the first half and second half he doesn't have then i schedule the shoot based on the uh, because it takes time uh, to grow back the beard then i'll shoot maybe i shoot the without the beard scenes first and then go go to the beard scenes sounds like such a nightmare eh? thank god we're not in the indian cinema <laughs> <laughs> dr sheesh and i'll be the worst movie directors <laughs> yeah. because we don't plan anything all our podcasts that you heard so far are completely unscripted yeah. we didn't know what questions we were going to ask ashwin gangaraju oh my god that sounds like a lot of work no scheduling a film i mean it's just one of those parameters i told you there are thousands of parameters which decides the schedule of the film for example i say there are some 10 actors in a scene which have to shoot let's say all the 10 are busy actors then it's 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 held to get all their dates together and uh, in a single day and shoot it that itself should make make you guys choose a guy who's not that popular you know find some guy who's like you know who's got I, I think dr ashish is hinting that he wants to act in your next movie <laughs> chance <laughs> <laughs> Well, one doctor role is there I'm watching you I had no doctor role in this film you missed it so dad what were you doing <laughs> I'll write you into yeah, it Ashish he's a writer also he'll write you into it next time no yeah <laughs> I'll definitely write it yeah, I can so, come back as his reincarnation yeah sometimes sometimes that happens also if it's getting too much of difficulty to schedule i mean to get the dates of all the actors sometimes you choose you 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 put that busy actor aside if the if it's okay to go ahead with a new actor in that particular character you go ahead with it it also the comfort lot of things i mean too many parameters decides the schedule of the film as you were asking the how we start the day usually the if if it's a day scene we start at 6 am if we have called it 6 am to 6 pm is one calls it if your scene has to be shot in the night then we go ahead uh, extend our day towards the night and how much ever you want it sometimes we shoot until 2 sometimes we shoot until 6 in the morning it depends so another question i have is the songs in this movie no do you guys decide that in this movie i need five songs and then like you just like record five songs and then you just put it in fix it in or do they really have in your director's mind a natural position in that movie that i'm going to go in at this point into a song sequence or you just five songs we need in the album we're going to just put that fix it in somewhere now as a director how do you take that call i don't know i i i don't come from a generation where it i didn't work with a director where he thinks like that 
I heard there are there are a lot of other directors who follow the format like uh, three fights, five songs. It has to be there. Like I was telling you, no formulas. Yeah, that that formula of film uh, they go ahead with such calculations. So if you ask me, I don't I don't do like that. I I write I am writing a script. It naturally comes to me that there has to be a song. The reason why, yeah, the song song is another way of. telling a story you know uh, for example i i can just tell you this in the beginning of my film there it starts with a song the reason why i have placed that song in the beginning because i wanted to tell so much of information if i put them in scenes it take me like half an hour to establish everything i want to tell in the scenes so that's why i i tell that in a song i i show everything i i Uh, by the end of the song you will understand the world we have created for you to be involved in this particular film so right so this is what ashwin is talking about is his directorial debut which is the akashwani which is releasing soon yes so spoiler it starts with a song and it's a story <laughs> <laughs> so that that much we know we can expect great <laughs> yeah so on that spoiler note we will take a quick break and we'll be right back You're listening to the Old Couple Podcast. Old Couple Podcast, a Pandemia Inc. production. Are you ready? A friendly fireside chat with friends, where no topic is beyond a healthy discussion, punctuated with a laugh or two. Check it out. Tune in every fortnight on your favorite podcast network. Welcome back, guys. Ashwin, to continue, how long have you been working on that movie? Yeah, uh, it's been two and a half years. If you ask me about when, when did I? first write the story and all so when i was in film school i wrote this story which is 10 years back which is a which is 10 years back when i was before i even joined mr rajmouli uh, for ega i wrote this story so as i told you know I, there was a lot of prep for me to decide whether i can write whether i can direct before i even joined film school that's when i wrote a lot of story this is one of them so in my film school i wrote this story and uh, I wasn't actually thinking to make this as my first film, but it happened because when I wrote this story, uh, I wasn't matured enough to write the screenplay for. I wasn't because it's it's a lot of thought process. When I when I wrote this story, I was twenty one or twenty two or something like that. So when I when I wrote this idea, not the story, when I wrote this idea, I didn't have enough maturity to develop it into a full fledged script. So it took almost ten years for me to go back to it and uh, see it and. Uh, decide to uh, develop into a script and pitch it to someone who so, so that i can make it a dear film so you will understand after watching the film why i said that so i can't wait to see it man but i'm going to i'm going to review it as a consumer yeah definitely <laughs> not a joke no ashish you have to review it as a doctor who is going to get a role in his next film <laughs> oh, you're forgetting the important point <laughs> Then, done, 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 done. then yeah, write two. Reminded. Then write two reviews. One as a consumer, one as yeah. a doctor. <laughs> one as the the, the wishful <laughs> cinema actor. Then yeah. go. Then go. Then then go to my film twice so that I'll get twice of you. Ah, like one fifty, one fifty. Yeah. <laughs> Already thinking like a true director. Ashwin, you were mentioning. I mean, I remember. you were pretty much done with your film last year but you were waiting for this whole covid hit i mean the whole industry was devastated there was no film being released all theaters were shut down you had zero revenue you had zero opportunities so it's a two part question one is how was it during that phase how did the industry and you cope 
with it especially since you had a nearly complete film and the pangs of it around it and second is why didn't you release the film on the ott like netflix or amazon prime and why why did you wait till for it to be released in the theaters yeah to answer your first part of the question there was a lot of ambiguity nobody nobody knew what was going on nobody had any clue like when this was going to be over and when we will get back to the normalcy yeah the we were always hoping that someday this will get over and uh, we'll get back to our shooting days and release our films there was only hope there was only hope and uh, who had better offers coming from the ott they went for it hmm akashwani had very interesting uh, offers from the ott they were offering more than what we spent on the film to make it but theater is a theater for me not only for me but everybody in the film industry so personally if you ask me why why i didn't go for ott and with the support of my producer i am saying it when i was in college it's in the theater that where i decided to become a director it's it's in that it's in that euphoria in between that euphoria i decided to become a director theater is always an emotion to me so if i spent my childhood watching tv and decided to become a director i would have been making uh, stuff for films uh, tv and stuff like that again saying that uh, i'm not anything against ott but when i was writing the script it was written for theater when i was making the film it was made for the theater maybe if i would have made for the ott especially for the ott i would have made the film very differently interesting it's with the broader vision we made the film it's, it's with everybody else lot of only few films went for the ott especially the south southern film industry stuck to the theaters like we have uh, as soon as the theater opened this january i mean uh, 50% of occupancy starting from january we have every week two three releases who had been waiting all through the corona phase to release their films in the theater so how are these movies doing now are they, are they doing well i mean it's only 50% occupancy it's it's again the same thing you know if the film is good it will do good there is no so so they are doing well there, there is no other way to it if the film is good it will do good but rather than doing good it's doing extremely good right now oh really because we locked ourselves inside our homes as soon as this biggest form of entertainment came to life again outside people started going to it uh, there was one film which released for sankranti which is crack with 50% of the occupancy they have uh, they have recovered uh, all the money and uh, they made profits and it's one of the biggest blockbusters imagine that's so that's crazy that's crazy yeah every week we have we have one blockbuster but that's true you know in india especially it's always been that every friday was um, like literally movie night you know like like somebody uh, told me like if you go to a sad movie you like crying in the crowd you like laughing with the crowd so you like getting scared with the crowd that's a different experience you won't get it in the like your home theater and stuff like that so it's a different experience it's a, it's a different it's, it's a different industry altogether ott it's also great opportunity to tell stories differently it's more creative freedom there to open up as a writer and director but theater is theater ott is ott no i completely agree with ashwin because i refuse to watch a rajnikanth new movie of rajnikanth on the ott platform no i will go to the theater i want to shout i want to whistle i want to scream ashish has witnessed this embarrassingly when uh, robo 2 was launched no, i have also <laughs> been one of the but robo 2 was just oh god Yeah that is like a hardcore Rajni fan saying it sucked. That's <laughs> terrible. It sucked. Yeah I slept man. I I I paid 2000 bucks for a ticket. Can you believe that? 
for me for this fellow and my wife two two thousand bucks we spent and then we went <laughs> six grand I paid for the ticket and man oh god he slept well I slept yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Two thousand is okay. Two thousand is okay. I I was I got beaten up by the police when I was in college. What? Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. What? It's a it's a it's a commotion altogether to get the tickets for okay. a star hero film when I was yeah. Yeah, back in the day and all those Annamalai Pandian era and all. Oh God, it was crazy, man. Yeah, the and Chiranjeevi is ruling the roost back then also. No? Yeah. yeah. It still is, and there wasn't, and there wasn't much theaters back then like how we have now, and you know, so many, uh, you know, uh, screens in one, like in one theater mall. Now we'll have so many screens. Back then, you'll have a standalone uh, theater with just one screen or maximum two screens in that place, and so, no know? AC. There'll be one fan with that long stick coming down, correct? And you'll have yeah, people smoking correct. inside. Oh God! And those were the best oh, yeah. movie watching re- experience because I still remember this theater called. Ganapati Ram in Adyar, and we used to go. We went and watch Roja over there, and we were like, "Oh my God!" And hearing Air Rahman for the first time, and the visuals of Mani Ratnam, and the snow snow cap peaks of Kashmir, it was just a mind blowing experience. No matter how crappy the theater was, and and you can clearly and 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 you could clearly listen to the dialogue standing next next street to the theater. <laughs> So it, was, it was so loud. So I used to no Dolby, no Atmos, yeah. nothing. Just but you could hear every dialogue. Yeah, when I was in eleventh and twelfth grade, I used to go to the theater. Like I have to go like a show before to get the ticket to the next show. So I used to buy ticket and wait wait there, hearing all the film. Like I I, I hear I I listen to all the yeah. dialogues and stuff like that, and I and, and and I go and watch it in the next show. Yeah. So. There was no, there was no spoiler alert over there because everything was spoiled pretty much because you could hear it outside yeah. itself. Yeah. And there was no <laughs> online booking. There was nothing. You had to go sweaty and get forget beaten by cops as Ashwin mentioned and get your tickets. I guess that explains the whole love for theater. Why you're into this whole thing and you wanted and you waited through this Corona to release it in the theater. Yeah. that's what i mean not only me 99% of the film industry waited for the theater i mean that's what we crave for no that, that that's where the stars are made so that's where the dreams come true yeah ashwin i wanted to ask you that you know as a director when you're making this whole movie and you've created your movie and then it goes into the censor board and i've heard this time and over like so many movies you know get censored for this that that was one aspect but the ott i think brought in the angle where there was no censorship is is my understanding right that you know you had the freedom to do it but now they're going to bring in that uh, there's big talk about it that the ott platform needs to be censored and you know there's going to come a board is going to come in for that what's your take on that do you think that that's a good thing it's a bad thing uh is it stopping creativity it's definitely stopping creativity at some point of time also not having censorship in ott i mean even though it was not necessary to use a cuss word there it is being used because mm. thinking that it's a creative freedom i don't know it's it's every director and writer's personal choice but if you ask me there shouldn't be censorship for the otts because that's where that's where another window opens up for a writer to do something uh, without any scare and yeah. extending to ashish's question one you have the censor board who will say oh cut these scenes oh this is uh, xyz and all those flouting of rules that's fair enough then there is the public saying oh this is anti like ak versus ak 
there was a huge furor of uh, anil kapoor wearing a air force uniform and using curse words right and or something which happened with padmavat they're saying oh it's anti national it's pro aurangzeb like some nonsense right with all the people without watching the movie i understand at least censor board watches the movie that i can understand they have a point of view which we may agree or may not agree it's okay but what do you have to say with these bunch of people who without watching a movie or like people who spoke against salman rushdi without reading the book itself and ban the book in the whole country so what's your view on that thing there is nothing to say about it it's nonsense you know on the face of it it's nonsense so you you either watch the film and decide whether it's hurting your feelings but not by watching it so no my question was from from a writing perspective do you think oh i think this will piss off a few people so i might as well avoid it or will you is there gray areas which you don't mind playing around with it depends on the individual you know some uh, somebody might think yeah this this might hurt few people let's cut it off hmm. somebody like that this needs for the story to be told in a better way they'll they'll put it off so it depends. depends how bold the director or writer is yeah yeah somebody like anra kashyap they won't think twice they'll just put it so but uh, very very weirdly when anra kashyap's thing you're talking about that right when that movie's controversy came up a lot of people are saying that it's created by the movie industry itself all this hype and thing to create noise about the movie is this a type of strategy used by movie makers nowadays for the marketing thing or it's just our again wrong information no no it 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 happens too so any publicity is not a bad publicity anything that makes you talk about the film it's good talk about it it it, hel- it helps us it's it's like it's like it's like publicity without any money spent so do you think that marketing plays a big role in any movie which comes out or are you a purist where you feel like no i get it a great movie would make a great movie but can marketing make an average movie really great yes it does it does an average movie with good marketing with proper marketing a hit film will become a blockbuster its marketing does lot of magic for the film proper marketing so it's it's like it's like any film whether you like it or not it is based on your expectation how we, how the movie is going to be so marketing is something that that makes you expect something or not to expect something so how you project your movie into the audience mind is what that is going to decide how they are going to watch the film how they are going to react about it so if you whatever is there in the film don't divert and tell what to watch they'll come watch the film and they like it right i think best way to market a film might be like don't go watch this movie i forbid you and the moment you forbid something no <laughs> uh, it i still remember of the story of how cocaine was an otc drug made by bayer pharmaceuticals so it had very average sales but the moment it got banned the demand went up 700% <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> i think we should release some kind of scandalous news about your new movie and do some <laughs> gorilla marketing yeah. so that everybody <laughs> like oh in akashwani this is there i should go watch it no 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 <laughs> so is there any juicy things that you would like to uh tell our viewers what they can expect in your new de- directorial debut i don't know it's, it's if i tell you the juice, uh, juicy thing there is no point of me making this film so <laughs> because the whole point relies on that uh, one emotion which drives through the film so fair enough is this stemming from a real feeling it's ki- coming it's yeah. coming it's coming from a real feeling yeah. i'm not yeah. I'm- see i knew it i knew it 
there you go guys there you go so now watch the movie and try and figure out where it's all stemming yeah. from yeah so ashwin over to you a quick plug about your new movie yeah so this is my first film as a writer and director which is which is called akashwani so which is likely to release in telugu uh, hopefully we are trying to do it in tamil also if if the market permits so film which most of you haven't seen on indian cinema i can guarantee it but all we are trying to do here is to give an experience to take something back home it it will be worth your uh, like all the trouble to come to the theater park the park your vehicles and come up sit in the theater and buy a popcorn it will i am hoping it will give everything back to you as an experience amazing yeah. amazing thank you so much ashwin we all of us can't wait to see akashwani which is releasing soon and we'll definitely go to the theaters buy our popcorns uh, i'm not sure about popcorn much i i can afford the ticket nowadays but i can't afford popcorn you know what this is the, the biggest bullshit a doctor <laughs> telling we common folk that he can't afford ashwin you better keep his number he'll be the next producer for your movie yeah. <laughs> He can afford popcorn itself. <laughs> so I think I'll have to pay for myself to act in this movie. Stop giving these doctor scripts so much by making so much of money. So on that note, thank you so much for tuning to the Odd Couple. Thank you so much, Ashwin, for joining us on this fun chat and telling us a lot about what happens behind the scene. It was a total eye opener. Thank you so much, buddy. Thank you, thank you, Sid. Thank you, Ashish. Thank you for having me. I had a great talk. Yeah. And Ashwin, I can't wait to have you back for a good director's cut where I'm going to give you a solid review as a consumer. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't wait for it. No, 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 Ashish. Then next time it'll be it is the Ashwin Ganga Raju who is on our podcast. Yeah, yeah. Right? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so on that note, guys, thank you so Absolutely, much. Absolutely. When you go to the theaters, wear your mask, do all those things. But go to the theaters, watch this movie, and keep tuning to the Odd Couple podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. 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 Thank you.